Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Hello, hello, and welcome to Notary Life with Kimmy. I hope all is well. While I give um, YouTube a few minutes to notify people, it's a bright and early Saturday morning, so people might still be in the bed, but either way, I'm going to talk about my little topic this morning, but I'll give people a few seconds to get on. Let's see what happens. It's kind of early. There's somebody. Hi. Welcome to Notary Life with Kimmy and those who will join us on the replay because it will be uploaded to YouTube and Facebook. Unfortunately, I cannot see Facebook, so I won't be able to communicate. You can communicate with me, but I won't be able to see your name. Let me try really quick. Hey, Notary Down South, what is going on? Let me see. Can I see Facebook? Because usually, guys, I cannot. I don't know why. So I don't even play. Let me see really quick. If I can pull it up. Let's see. Can I tell who's on Facebook right quick? Hey, welcome. I know it's early on a Saturday morning. What y'all doing? Y'all working? What's going on this morning? Yes, AJ Jones. I can see it for right now. So we'll go with that. Hey, AJ Jones over on Facebook. So yeah, I can see it for right now. Sometimes I cannot. Okay, cool. So anyway, we got a few people studying a course. Oh, cool. Who is that? Let's see. Can I see who that is? Oh, AJ. Yeah. What course are you studying over there? That's good. It's good to study. This is a good day. Over here in Georgia, I don't know where you are, but it's a little cloudy. Days like this are like, eh. Oh, you're in mass. Oh, girl, that is so funny. Don't be put, girl, Vernita. Vernita, don't. Massachusetts girl, I have I was cracking up in the Facebook when you I mean on uh, YouTube when you were telling me she has a hard time saying it too. I usually just end up saying mass. You are so right. Hey Catherine. Oh, paternity. Okay, okay. Hey Demetria, what's going on from Kentucky? So I thought I would hop on at a different time. This is really different for me. I'm usually working on Saturdays. I did have a call actually this morning, but I ended up giving it to Angela. I got a couple things I need to do right now, which is this. <laughs> and then later on, I have a couple other things. Hey, Sherry, Oklahoma's in the house. So we got some different people here today. And Vernita, tell your daughter I said hello. <laughs> um, hey, is it Ariel from Huntsville, Alabama? Yes, everybody's here at the party this morning, even though it's early. So listen, guys, today we are talking about don't advertise your prices. Now. This topic came about, this is not the first time, but in the, I want to be just like you when I finally grew up. Oh, I appreciate it. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. Motivating wherever you are right now. I'm sure you are doing a great job too. I appreciate it. 
So anyway, though, this topic about don't advertise your prices came up because one, it's in the Facebook group, our group, Notary Educators. If you are not a member, please join. It's completely free. Hey, Ronisha, that's a new name from Washington. Welcome. Seattle. Yeah. So uh, it was in a Facebook group and it was a big debate going back and forth and what you charge and why you charge this. And I wouldn't show my prices and you should call other notaries. It was just like a real deal. Right. And I said, wait a minute, let's just let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Tanisha says, hey, Tanisha. Good morning. Just ordered my book for Start Your Business in South Carolina. Yes. For those who don't know, I did write a book for all 50 states. So if you're just starting out or don't know how to grow your business or it's not growing the way you wanted to, check out that book, Start Your Notary Business. Again, each state has their own um, book from Alabama, Arkansas. I mean, every state literally has their own book. So it's over at Notary Educators llc.com it's a little early i don't know that angela or alexis will be joining us today those are also trainers with um notary educators but anyway guys so let's talk about it so before i get started i want your thoughts do you think you should charge i mean you should show your prices on your website do you think you should advertise your prices let me know put a one if you think you should or two if you should not one yes two no or you can do Y and yes, Y for yes, N for no. What y'all think? Should you show your prices on your website in advance? Should you list them? I charge $2 for an acknowledgement. I charge $100 for a giraffe. I charge $75. Should you list it? <laughs> Sherry is like a three. <laughs> Sherry says three. No. No. Initially, yes. Somebody on Facebook. Let's see who that is. Oh, AJ Jones said yes. So we're going to talk about it. Let's get a couple more. Should you list your prices or not? Why for yes and for no? Yes or no? What y'all think? I'm going to tell you what I do, and then we're going to talk about it. I do not list my prices. I never have. I never will. Mm-mm, I don't. I'm going to tell you why, and then we can talk about it. So I don't list my prices for the following reasons. I want the client to call me. And feel the pain. Marjorie says in for no. Yeah, I want them to call me and feel the pain. Why do I say that? If you list uh, $50 on your website for a power of attorney. Now, this is my personal thought, okay? This is my personal thought. So, Sherry says three because my state is not clear for general notary service. Okay. Okay. You won't find general notary service in any handbook. You won't find those words in the handbook for the state. That's just a... Um, that's notary jargon. That's what we call it. So you won't say charge X amount of dollars for general notary work. And you won't find that in the handbook. So Sherry, you sound like you might need a little training about the whole industry. You can do your own research. Of course, I have over 300 videos here. But it'd be our pleasure to assist you to get a deeper you know, understanding of what you can charge, how to charge, how to do your notarial duties. Okay, notary educators. But back to the topic. So anyway, in the state of Georgia, let's start there. It says I could charge $2. So most people or some people are aware that Georgia says you can charge $2. So you get on your website and you put $50 for a power of attorney. Hey, Marcel, they're going to be like $50. It's only supposed to be two. Why is she charging so much? Right. Or sometimes I have other notaries that will call me. They need a service. And I don't know that they're a notary. They just call in like a regular client. I give them my price and they say, well, isn't it only $2? You can only charge $2. The, the, when the tone changed, y'all, I'm sorry, I'm affected. 
Then I want to change too. I'm like, wait a minute, who are you talking to? Because <laughs> sometimes people can be so mean. So anyway, so I don't put the price on you, right? Because I want them to call me. Hey, Arkansas, what's up, Crystal? I want them to call me. So when they're calling me and I'm screening them, hey, Natural Jesse, what's going on? I'm screening them. I'm, I'm asking them questions. Um, How far do I have to travel? What type of document is it? How many signers are there? Do we need witnesses? Do I have to provide the witnesses? Do you have your own witnesses? See, all of those different things change this transaction from $2. Hey, Sphinx, 706, how's it going? This, All those questions that I just asked, they already know in their mind, this is not a $2 transaction. They already know it. That's why I always say what, guys? Questions equal money. Questions equal money. Hey, Frank, what's going on? No on the prices. You're right. No on the prices. No. Hey, Angelina. Yes, these people are the ones that cause the most problems. <laughs> That's true, too. So Sherry says, no, it says zero to $5 per signature, but all the handbook shows is zero to $5. So like you talking about now. Okay. So anyway. Let's get back to it. So, again, I want them to feel it. So, the moment I start asking all those questions, and sometimes they'll try to stop you. Oh, it's just a paper. Oh, it's just this. No, it's never just. But when they start saying, oh, it's just, I'm asking more questions. Because it's never just. Okay? They already know. So, when you start asking those questions, questions equal money. Every time I ask a question, it's like, oh, cha-ching. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's not driving to my house for $2. <laughs> Her mobile service is way more than that. So what's the damage? You know what I mean? How much is it going to be? Hey, Tyra from Philadelphia, city of brotherly love. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so that's not going to work. They they are not going to call you if you put $50, $75 for a power attorney. And I don't even like when people put, and this is just my own personal preference. Okay. Well, $5 if you are five miles away, $10 if you're 20 miles away, $30. They don't know what your starting point is. I don't even get into all that. I like my pricing simple and straightforward, okay? Simple and straightforward. I don't like to, well, it's $5 for this, $2 for that, $3 for this. I don't even charge in my state the $2. I don't even charge it. My notarizations are free. Okay, I do have a whole pricing course. You can check it out. This video was really not about pricing, how to price, but it's about whether or not to advertise. So again, you want your client to feel the pain. And once you start them questions, I'm gonna say it for the fourth time already this morning. Hey, Andre. <laughs> oh, she's from Mass. We had that whole conversation about Massachusetts. I think I thought I said it a little bit better that time, but welcome, welcome. Marjorie says, don't forget to like this video. You are slipping, Frank. Ah, <laughs> yes, please like the video, people. I appreciate it. Just like it. Just hit the little like button. That's all. So anyway, um, yeah, so I'm not listing my prices. So now let's talk about it since I gave you that. Since we talked about that for a few minutes, based on what I just said, now do you think you should list your prices or not? Yes, uh, Y for yes and N for no. Now that we've had this little conversation, Y for yes, N for no. Do you think you should list your prices? And I want to go on about something else too regarding this. So let me see. what Did that change your opinion about listing your prices? 
Because I'm telling, I was in a clubhouse too the other day. That conversation came up, but people was really in the Facebook, really cutting up about it. So what do we think? Why for yes and for no? Yes, Marjorie says no. Yeah, don't list, guys. I really think it could hurt your business. Now, again, this is my personal opinion. Sherry says she should list. Okay, that's totally up to you. That's totally up to you. You is your business. Hey, yeah, Tyra. Yeah, it's totally up to you. You can list your prices if you like. It's your business. I always get to say that. Um, I always like to say that rather. It's your business. You can run it however you want to. I just always kind of tell you best practice what works for me. I know Angela does not list her prices, nor does Alexis, okay? So that was the first piece of it that I wanted to talk about. Now, the second piece of it is, what are you guys' thoughts on people shopping other notaries, pretending to be clients? This could be a whole other video itself, but we're going to wrap it in the same one. I'm sure it'll come up again. But what is your thoughts on pretending to be a client? <clears throat> okay, before we go there, let's go back to Jesse, Natural Jesse. So... Natural Jesse says, yes, still list your prices because it weeds out the people who you don't want to pay. I've heard that before. So let's talk about that before, before we go into the next, before we go to the next topic. So I've heard that too. Some people say, well, let me go ahead and list my prices. That way, um, that way, if people, you know, don't want to pay, I already know they're not my client. And I understand that also. I do. And I'm, I'm hesitating because it's kind of mixed. Uh, I still really feel strongly the way I, I what I said because they need to understand the value. So if you put 50 and they just don't call you because they don't understand why it's 50, to me, I've lost the opportunity to let that client know why they need my services. You know, you just put 50 or 75 or whatever. So I do understand that it does kind of weed it out too. So if you put 50, they know they have 50, they don't have $50, then they just won't call you. So that does make sense. That does make sense. But the average person, when they call for a mobile notary, aren't expecting to spend over what they think that state fee says is $2 or $5 or $10, right? They're thinking, oh, it's only going to be $5. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way I'm leaving my house for $2. And as I stated before, I don't even charge two. I'm only charging them for travel or, you know, whatever whatever other things that we talk about and it encompasses what I call my travel fee. So, um, so yeah, natural Jesse, you, you good, whatever you want to do. And again, it does kind of weed out the ones that don't want to pay. All right. So now let's get to the second thing. So why for yes and for no, do you think you should call other notaries playing around, pretending to be a client so you can find out what they charge so it can help you with your price list? What's what's the point? Let me let me know. Yes for why for yes and for no. Should you call other people? And I'm gonna tell you what I think about that too. So Frank says I do shopping calls all the time. About half of the calls are never answered, even when I leave a voicemail. Okay. So Andre says Andrea, when you have posted your prices, what about the travel fees? Oh, she's probably talking to her because I don't post prices. So, um. Yeah, I don't post any of that. We talk about it. I don't post it. So Frank says, yeah. he Frank says you should call people. Frank, we're going to disagree on that one. It drives me insane. Natural Jesse says no. Andrea says no. You shouldn't call. So let's talk about that because that was in the Facebook group too. Everybody said, well, not everybody. It was half and half. Some people said, yes, call other notaries, pretend to be a customer. 
Marcel said, yeah, but be honest and say who you are. And I agree. If I'm going to do it, Angelina says, I think that is a pretty crappy and underhanded. And I'm going to kind of go with Angelina. Don't call me pretending um, that you are. It's happened to all of us before. And the main reason is, unless you're like Marcel. Now, I did, when I first started, I called a notary, not even in my same state. I called a notary in Tennessee. I'll never forget. She was so nice. And I was just starting out. I just wasn't sure about pricing. I wasn't sure about a lot of things. And I didn't really have anyone here that would even be willing to talk to me. They were they were just people would just not be willing. So when I called her, she actually answered the phone with a smile on her face. She was super cool. I was like, hey, my name is Kimberly. I'm starting a noble a motory business in a noble motory business in um what did I say, y'all? Did I confuse that? I need some breakfast. I'm starting a mobile notary business. I might have said it right. I don't know. I'm starting a mobile notary business in Georgia. And I have a few questions. Would you mind if I ask? And she was like, sure, no problem. She was so nice. So I had my list already prepared and I asked her, right? And anyway, she still couldn't tell me what to charge because she in Tennessee, I'm in Georgia, but she gave me some things to think about just like I do with you all. So I have about seven, eight videos on pricing and you can definitely check those out and it should help you. But like Marcel says, I will talk to you, but don't abuse it. So Marcel says she'll be willing to answer a question or so. So I say, don't call people pretending. Why? Because one, you're taking time that they could actually be making money with their own business. It's just not, it's just not right. And people go through this whole thing I've even had a person call about a pastille and I knew it in my heart. I said, this ain't no real client. So I said, after that call, it wouldn't happen again because I don't have time for that. I don't have time to go through a whole apostille call with you. And then just to find out that you just trying to price check and see what you should charge. Or you trying to learn how to do an apostille by asking me questions about the process. No. So I actually even started coming up with, um, oh, I forgot what me and Angela called it like a consultation fee. If somebody want to just talk and talk and talk about how to do an apostille like too long, you got to get on my calendar. You got to have a consultation fee. Yeah. If you don't want me to do it for you, you just want me to walk you through it. Yeah. But that's another conversation for another day. So guys, I don't recommend it. I don't want you to, um, like somebody else said earlier too, you don't want, um, your competitor. You want to work together. If you start off cheating and kind of backhanded, like I'm using some harsh words here, but I feel that strongly about it. You start out with that kind of stuff. They're not going to want to work with you. And oh, by the way, now you just took 20 minutes of their time. I'm a notary. I just wanted to find out what you charge. <laughs> yeah, that's not working for me. Mm -mm. Now, if you have to do it, like Marcel said, be upfront with the person. But really, this is a business decision. What you need to do is, Think about how far you have to travel. Think about your time, your insurance, your gas. Um, if you're printing, you got to just do a budget analysis of what it costs you to go out and how much you want to make. But trying to call your competitor and play games, is not going to end well. I'm telling you, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, Andrea says, I can call, identify myself and ask about your range specifically. If it's a document you never did, for example. Apostille. Yeah, I don't I have an issue with that though. You need to figure it out because I can't even give you a price range. If you call me, I'm not gonna tell you anything anyway. 
Because I can't, it's so many questions that you have to ask. That's why we have to go back to the initial thing. Questions equal money. And when you know what questions to ask, when you've been properly trained, pricing is a skill. You hear me say that all the time. Pricing is a skill. It's a skill. They have people that go to college and um, I don't know, like all the official terms for it or whatever, but they go to school on pricing, you know, what price point, certain numbers trigger things in people, all of that kind of stuff. So if you can't tell, this is a, a topic I'm pretty passionate about. So I don't have time for people to call me. I don't call people and, and do that. You need to learn your business, learn your craft. Can you imagine a surgeon? He getting ready to perform a surgery and he's like, well, let me call over to this other hospital, see how much they charge. He ain't got time for that. He needs to be checking on his patient, right? Same thing for you. You don't have time to even be doing that. The time and energy that you're taking from somebody else's business, which they're going to be irritated about that. I promise you they are. It'd be better for you to learn your craft, learn your skill, and then the confidence will come too. The confidence will come. So Angelina, listen, we got a couple of com comments. Let's see. On Facebook, it says, let me see who is that. Can I put a name with the with the thought? Let's see. Hold on, y'all. On Facebook, it says, oh, AJ says, um, how will you get an edge in your competition if you don't know their prices, services provided, example, et cetera? That's why I had my cousin to shop around. Yeah, again, I don't recommend that. I'm sorry. I don't. You don't even want to get an edge on your competition, AJ. I, I don't like to see those kind of words like that will evoke a certain emotion in you. And I don't want you to be a cutthroat notary. I want you to work your business. And that's how I feel about my business. Angela is down the street from me. Marcel is down the street, the other op, uh, direction. We all have our own businesses and we all do very well um, in our own lane. Okay. Some people are going to like to do business with me because of what they saw on my page. Some people are going to prefer to do business with Angela. Some people are going to prefer to do business with Marcel. It's just the way it is. But um, the verbiage that you're using, it I don't want it. I don't want you to get that that the other person is a competition. We have to work together. I can call Marcel and give her jobs. I ain't got to worry if she's gonna steal my client. Same with Angela. I sent her to do one this morning as I start as I stated, you know, when I first got on here. I don't, some of that verbiage, I need us to get rid of that, you know. Um, again, when you are confident in your abilities and you learn how to price, because it's a skill, I'm telling y'all, if you don't know how to price, you don't have a business. You don't. You can't just fake this. Even if you call the other client, the other notary, this was the other piece I wanted to talk about with that. You call the other notary, she says, oh, I charge $5 or whatever, because I've had this happen to me. People are price shopping. Customers, real customers are price shopping. So they'll call Marcel. They'll call Angela. They call me. And they're like, the other person said $10. Well, you better call them because Kim can't do it for $10. Or the other person said $50. And I'm lower than that. Oh, well, why was she charging so much? So clients price shop also. It's enough headache that we have to go through with them price shopping and that's fine you're paying for a service i price shop okay but again between each other i just don't think you should do it i think it robs the other notary 
of time they could be working in their business. If you need to get on somebody's calendar to learn your craft, then that's what you have to do. And some stuff going to be trial and error. Each client is different. There's no set price that somebody can give you. It's just not. Um, and your poor cousin, <laughs> well, she must really love you to do all that for you. So Angelina says, I had a person call me, call, and when I was going to call back and saw the same person calling for two different numbers, I sent a message to them and no response. I figured it was a notary. Yeah, see, who got time for that? That took Angelina 15 minutes. That same 15 minutes, she could have been doing something for her business instead of playing games. You know, we're all fully grown. You got to figure some stuff out. You do. So the, the notary down south says dealerships do this. They list a vehicle online. If they call and ask if the car is on site, they'll say yes. This gets you down there. Can't make a sale if you don't have a potential customer. So, yeah. So to um, notary down south's point. You could list the price. If you do put the price, it gives you some room for negotiation or whatever. So again, now let's talk about that really quick. So I'm not the notary. I'm not, this This is not how I run my business. Now, um, I don't, you don't call me and I say $50 and then, well, I could do it for 40 or, okay, okay, okay. I'll do it for 30. Okay, okay. No, I'm not doing that. It sounds unprofessional to me. It sounds like, what's the price? What's the real price? Now, if you decide, okay, Mr. Smith, well, you're a repeat client. I'll give you $10 off. That's different. If he says, oh, Kimmy, I've been coming to you. Okay, sure. But just on every client that calls me, I set one price on the on my, um, on my website. I put one price. And then every client that calls me, I'm negotiating with them. No, I think that's poor business. Again, I... I might do stuff a little eccentric or old-fashioned or weird sometimes, but I don't have time for that. I don't play games like that. I just don't. It is what it is. If I said it's 50, it's 50. Either you're going to pay it or you're not. You may not be my client, and that's okay. I'll even refer them to UPS, or I'll refer them. You know, you might do a little checking, checking around, call your bank. You know, I'm more for weekends, holidays, after hours, specialty things that people, other you know, notaries can't facilitate. Whatever you want to put in there, but I don't do that either. Every time somebody calls me, then I got to say, I'm going to give you $5 off. Okay, okay, I'm going to do it for you, but I'll give you $10 off. That sounds desperate to me. And car dealerships, when I walk in there, it's so funny, real short story. When I first moved to Georgia, everything was closed on Sundays. I mean, everything. It was hardly anything open on Sundays. Of course, restaurants. So me and my husband went out looking for a car. And next thing we heard was, hello. We was like, where did, somebody's here? Because they wasn't open on Sundays. And he was so pushy. He was so aggressive. And if any of you have tried to buy a car, you know that feeling. Or they just keep saying, okay, this is my final price. Or if you try to buy, a, um, you go down to Florida, they're trying to sell you a timeshare. They start out at 15000 before you go. Sometimes they have something as low as 800 I don't trust you no more. I don't even trust what you're saying the moment. And I can't tell you how many times I've been on the floor and they try to sell you a timeshare. And they're, like I said, it start out at 15, 20,000. And before you leave, oh, well, we got a weekend package we can sell you for 199. All credibility is gone. I don't trust you. So when I don't play games like that either. 
And again, it may not be playing games. It may be called negotiating. It may be called getting the business, whatever you want to call it. I just don't do that. I don't feel, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that either. Because the moment I'm taking 20 minutes to convince them that they need me, I don't want their business. You are not my client. It's too much work. And you're going to be drama when I get there. I already know who's going to be drama when I get there. I already know. <laughs> I already know who's going to be drama. Because they haggling and nickel and diamond before I even pull the car out. Okay? So just that's another tip, too. If they hemming and hawing and it's like, oh, man, I thought it was going to be uh, uh, all that. Oh, you know what? Mr. Smith, why don't you check around? I'm open seven days a week. I'm here at your convenience if you need me. I'll shut it down real quick. I'll shut it down real quick because that extra half hour that I'm begging him to choose me as his notary. I got other stuff I could be doing. Okay. So, I mean, all of this is a business decision. I'm going to say that again. If you got time and you don't mind and all that, go, go for it. But I just don't run my business like that. Time is precious. So let me get off the soapbox. Let's see what else. Angelina says, those kind of people won't last and won't have good ratings. People work hard for them just to have lazy people try to steal from us. Yeah, you know, and again, Angelina's experienced some things I could tell by her comments too, that you just don't want to create that kind of environment. Again, we have to be so cautious of the verbiage that we use and um, because it affects how we how we treat each other too. And I agree with Angelina. You could do all that. That's why I said you I don't even send business to everybody. I'll be honest with you. You can get that vibe of a fellow notary, what their what their thought process is. And I don't send my business to everybody. Cause I don't even want to be thinking, oh, is this person gonna steal my client? You know, I want to be able to know if I send Ladero something, that was it for that day. He could, if the client could call him back, I don't mind. Because once I give somebody something. But I don't want to worry that, oh, you know what, call me instead of calling Kimmy, you know. Or Marcel, I would never think she would do that. Angela, Alexis, never in a million years, ever, where I would have to say, oh, is she going to steal my client? No. I'm sorry, I hear somebody outside my front yard, y'all. They'll ring the doorbell. But anyway, um, sorry about the distraction. Yeah, so um, I don't have to worry about that, though. When I send Marcel something, I know she got it. Angela or Daryl, whoever I, I rock with, so to speak. I don't sit back and say, dang, is they going to take my client for next time? No. And if you provide them proper customer service, because that was something that was kind of alluded in one of the thoughts, um, the comments, too. How are you going to stand out from your other competitor or whatever? Do you, what's for you? And I do believe this myself is a new thing people say all the time, but what's for you is for you. If I provide the proper customer service, my people always come back to me. I don't care who I send them to. Kimmy is who they know. And they start out here and then they go over, excuse me. And then they go over to the other person. When I recommend them, they would never go and call Angela instead of me. I don't care how many times I refer my clients out to anybody that I just mentioned. They always come back to me because that's where their that's where their first love is, so to speak. It started with me. Okay. 
So they're going to be loyal to me. I'm loyal to them. They are loyal to me. And my loyalty includes sometimes that I can't do it, but I'm going to give you someone who will take just as good a care of you. And that's one of my people. All right. So Yellow Rose says, when it comes to pricing, people act like it's a big secret. Then people will say, don't cheat yourself in the business. I don't understand what is the big deal to say what your mileage fee is. So again, Yellow Rose, I don't think people are trying to be secretive. I don't charge a mileage fee. I don't. So everybody is different in how they price. You could talk to 10 different people and get 10 different prices. That's why it's such a personal thing. I already told you, me, Alexis, Angela, Marcel, Ladero, all of us charge something different. Now, one thing about our little team, I'll say team, one that I work with, we all kind of work together, whatever. If I quote somebody a price, Angela will honor that price. Because normally, I, it's no secret. Angela usually charges more than I do. It's not a secret. Alexis usually will charge a little bit more than me. It's not a secret. I'm the weak link. I am the weakest link. <laughs> So it's not a secret. They all charge a little bit different. It's not. But if I told somebody like this morning, I quoted that price for what I was going to go do it for. And just agreed to go do it. Okay. So, um, so it's not a secret necessarily yellow rose, but what happens is it's just so many different price structures out there. Again, I don't charge per mile. I charge one flat rate. Now, I do hear people say, well, from five miles, this I'll give you an average yellow rose if you want to write it down, what most people do um, from what I've read, but none of us do this, so I, I can't tell you, um, and I'm giving you five different people right now, but most people from like zero miles to five miles will do like a $10 surcharge or something. Then they'll take the next in increments of five, so like five to 10 miles. They may add another 20, I guess. I don't know. So they usually do it in five to 10 mile increments, you know? So I don't do my business like that. I don't even have time to do all that math in my head. Like I said, I don't even charge you $2. So, you know, everybody runs their business so completely different. So Sequoia says, I think some notaries may call other notaries to plan their market analysis. They're trying to build their own business model and it's common to scope out to see what weaknesses may be in their strengths. I can tell you what the weaknesses and strength is, and you ain't got to call every notary in your area. They don't answer the phone, and they don't know what they're doing. Those are the weaknesses and strengths, and you do not have to call every single notary in your area. What do I mean by that? They don't answer the phone. When clients call, 90% of them say, oh, I couldn't even get nobody to answer the phone. You're the first person to answer. If you just answer your phone, you're going to stand out as the go-to notary in your area. If you just answer the phone with a smile in your voice, you're going to stand out. If you know what you're doing when you arrive at the appointment, what is an acknowledgement? What is a jurat? You know, how do I certify a copy? Da, 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 all that kind of stuff. If you just do your notarial duties, you will stand out. You know, provide excellent service when they when you arrive at the appointment, when they come to you. Those are all little things that will help you to stand out as the go-to notary. You don't even have to do a whole lot of market comparisons and all that stuff. You just don't. The market is the same every single place. And the pain points that I just provided you are in California, in Georgia, Ohio, everywhere. People don't answer their phone. They don't provide good service. And they don't know what they're doing. That's it. If you do need additional um, training for notary, of course, it'd be our pleasure. Notary Educators, LLC.com. We got you covered from A to Z. Angelina says, I gladly help people when they ask, but if you want everything for nothing, it's not fair. 
We work hard to learn, don't abuse, and don't take advantage of people. Yeah, and as I stated before, I can tell Angelina got a little experience under her belt, and um, this is a sore spot for her too. But yeah, she's totally she's totally right though. And again, the the ones that are really doing well in this industry, especially I'll talk about our group because I know who we trained or whatever. Ladaryl, I hate to say his name again, Marcel. They invested in training. They both took one-on-one -on -one lessons with Angela. And I can tell you all we train. We got quite a few um, that are just really doing their thing. And it doesn't have to be one-on-one. -on -one. People learning from the um, the self-paced courses too, because they're very, um, you know, very, um, very well put together. So yeah, we got some people doing some stuff. I'm telling you. Um, oh man, my friend in Ohio. I can't call her name right this second. She's gonna kill me. She she's just in the group all the time. She's a sweetie. I can't call her name, but she's doing well. I mean, it's so many. Join our Facebook group if you haven't and read the comments. Okay, let me get a couple more of these um comments because I'm gonna have to head out at 1230. Um, let's see. Sequoia says a notary must seek out their own competitive advantage. Yeah, and again, let's not use competitive, let's just use build your own service, build your own client base, build your own business, not necessarily competitive. We don't have to be competitors because I make money when Angela go out of town. She make money when I go out of town. The same people I've been talking about. I don't get a kickback when I give them anything. They don't get one when, and that's another conversation for another day, but I don't tell Angela, give me $10 every time I refer somebody. And she'll say, give me $10. No, when she's gone for the week or whatever, I get all her business. When I'm gone for the week, she gets all my business or, you know, vice versa, whatever. Um, Angela said, I never call and do that. It's rude. Sounds like crackheads. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was kind of thinking that, but, you know, that, that, that keep changing, like desperation that we've seen it in movies and may have family members, you know, you don't want to have that desperation, that level of, <sighs> you know that anxiousness and keep changing and i'll do it for five dollars no 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 no. i'll do it for one dollar no 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 no. yeah I, I don't like that i just don't angelina angelina says when they start then i tell them maybe they should call someone else for real problems that's that's real so somebody said i don't bet for anyone's business that's on facebook let me see can i see a refreshing really quick guys let me see facebook facebook Gary Lamar said, yep, weaknesses and strengths. Oh, I don't beg for anyone's business, AJ says. Yeah, true. I don't I don't either because that client, I'm telling you, the ones you got to beg for like that, it's always drama. They be calling you next week with something. Lamar says, I work full time. I miss a lot of phone calls, but on my breaks, I'll call back and hear thank you for calling back. And I do a lot. I do a lot when I get off. Yeah. Yeah, and I always have a voicemail. I got a video about that to a professional voicemail. If you cannot answer the phone, hey, peace, welcome. Marcel says someone will befriend you in the competition without you even knowing. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> that is true, though. Some people will, you know, try to become your friend and learn what you're doing and then copy what you do and everything like that. And, you know, it's, it's inevitable that some of that is going to happen, just the nature of the business. If um, Marcel offer Apostille services and I offer Apostille, are we competitors? Yes, we are technically, but do we have to act like we're competitors? No, I got to sneeze. 
Excuse me. Oh, hold on, y'all. Sorry about that. Yeah, but we don't have to act like competitors, you know, like doggy dog or what are the animals like the all the lions killing each other or whatever. I mean, you know, we got to act like it. Um, stealing is bad. Karma is real. <laughs> Angelina ain't playing this morning. Angelina, my sister said, don't hurt him, player. <laughs> Angelina is not playing. Hey, Ava. Angelina says, exactly. Build trust. They will be a customer for life and refer others to you as well. That is so true. And that trust factor even goes to how we interact with each other. I love that statement, Angelina. Even as how we interact with each other as notaries. If I can't trust you, then we our relationship has ended. You get one time, one time to burn me. That's it. That's it. You get one time. And, and again, most of the time, I'm not even doing business with you if I get that feeling. Um, if you take my training and I have a picture that I show of this lady and she looks all like her inside, she's just a nervous wreck, right? About when not to do a notarization. If I personally had that feeling about a notary and I feel like, you know what? I can't trust them. They're this and that. I will not call you. That client will not have no notary that day. I don't care how bad it is. I, they will not have a notary. I, I usually just say I got somebody I can refer them to. But if I have someone that I just don't trust, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, mm -mm, not doing it, not doing it. I'm not even getting hooked up with you because it's going to end bad. Um, every situation is different. Not all charges will be the same, Angelina. Marcel says, I charge like you, probably underpricing sometimes. I know me and Marcel, <laughs> but you know what? It's all good because I have so much repeat business. I mean, I'm going to get my money. Don't worry. I'm not missing no meals over here, guys. I did lose 13 pounds. Yeah, I know I'm doing Weight Watchers. If you're not following me on my other channel, check it out. It's called Healthy Life with Kimmy. My other channel is called Healthy Life with Kimmy. And I lost 13 pounds. So I'm doing, I am losing weight, but not because I'm not charging enough. <laughs> I had to put that out there. So I am losing weight, but not because I'm not charging enough. So anyway, Healthy Life with Kimmy. If you have not liked, subscribed and all that, join me over there. Y'all talk about all things weight. It's been amazing. And thank you for those who support both channels. But don't sign up just because you want to help me out. If you're really not interested in my weight loss journey, don't sign up because it does hurt my numbers. So don't sign up. But if you're really interested, come on over. Healthy life with Kimmy. So Sherry says, I just got off the phone with a client needing proof of payee and legal separation affidavit for Section 8. Complex did not provide paperwork. Two people, four signatures. Yeah, you see all that? You're going to do that for $2? You're going to do all that for $5? I don't think so. Angelina says, I don't do that either. Always a flat free. Yeah, keep it simple. Keep I keep my business so simple. I keep my my personal notary business simple. I keep notary educators simple. Anything Kimmy touch is going to be simple. I don't have time for a lot of rigmarole. Uh, notary down south says some people even have prices if they're in the city versus if they move outside of their city. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you, there are going to be different factors. It really is when it comes to all when it comes to pricing. I'm going to take a couple more of these comments, guys, and I have to get out because it's almost 1230. Oh, all right. Thank you. That helps out a lot. Oh, I guess we were striking some nerves, Yellow Rose. <laughs> and only because of love. I want you guys just to see. Anytime I tell you something, it may sound kind of, ooh, that was deep. But when I get like passionate about the way I'm speaking now or anything, it's only because I want you to win. And I, I think big long term. I don't think short term. If I make $50 and yet my other notary is mad at me forever, I mean, was it really worth it? Probably not. 
I guarantee you it wasn't. Would I rather, you know, have that other notary on my team so I can network and talk about stuff and, you know, they tell me what they got going on. I share stuff with them. They share stuff with me. We form a camaraderie. We cool, you know, we rock or whatever. Yeah, I'd rather have that than the $50, okay? Believe me when I tell you, that's going to go a whole lot further than try to stab somebody in the back or try to, you know, take all the business in the area cutthroatingly. You find out they charge 40 so now you're going to charge everybody 30. Do you? But that other person probably established and worked that business up to where they could charge the 40 or whatever. You know, I don't know. Just throwing stuff out there. I get clients all the time. So glad you answered your phone. Yep. Sphinx is right. Just answering the phone. They said, uh, Sherry says, check indeed for notary public service to get an average cost. You can do that. That's fine. As long as you ain't calling another notary, I don't care how you find out. Uh, what's the other one? Thumb. Tech, thumbtack i think they list prices i don't know i think so pricing can depend on your car too i mean you might have a four cylinder somebody who's got a truck expenses are different she is so right angelina angelina you dropping some knowledge huh um gina says your mindset is driving force your heart should be in the right place you know you get your business and it's our responsibility to get proper training to service clients in the best way possible so right gina Sequoia says, how did you do your market analysis for your business plan for your business? Um, well, watch some of my um, business videos about pricing. I think that's really going to help you. Mar pricing, marketing, watch those those videos. If you need more, visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for training, like a deep training. And that they appreciate my professionalism, professional voicemail. Yes, get that professional voicemail. Uh, Sequoia says, how did you know what services an additional general notary that someone may be offering that shows a possible need? I don't wait to see what my competitors are offering. I know I said I got to go, but I got to answer this. I don't wait to see what my competitors are offering, Sequoia, to see what service I'm going to offer. I learn everything that I know is out in the market. And when my phone rings, I'm able to do it. I don't know if Angela offered, well, I do know, <laughs> but I'm just going to use her as an example. I don't know if she offers ink, finger, ink fingerprinting or not. And matter of fact, I can tell you this. I was offering ink fingerprinting prior to Angela offering it. So I'm not sitting around waiting to see, well, does she offer it? Maybe I should. Mm, no, Kimmy is ready. So when my phone rings, that's all you can worry about is your phone. I can't answer Angela's phone. When my phone rang, I know how to do the I-9. I know how to do apostille. I know how to do this. I know how to do that. Now, Angela was an apostille queen. And she still is. She is running the game, okay? But when her phone rings, she is a pro at that. When my phone rings, I'm shaking in my boots, okay? But um, translation services, I did not originally offer that. She and Alexis did. But I learned it. I offer it. I teach it now. So check out my training on that. So my point is, I'm not sitting around just... All day long, all that energy that we price compare, we compare what services they offer versus me. She offered this, I offer that. No, build out your business. That's what I'm trying to say. Please watch this video to the end, those on the replay. I hope you've gotten to this point. My, I'm going to leave y'all on this because I can't answer the rest of the questions. I'm sorry. Please go back and check out the chat because I really do have to go. But don't sit around worrying about what the other person is doing. You can only drive one car. You can only answer one phone. You put on one pair of pants. You have one notary business. Okay? Don't worry about what the person up the street is doing. It's not your business anyway. 
And even if they are offering ink fingerprinting and they don't know how to roll properly, they ain't gonna have no business. They put on there, they know how to complete the I-9, but they watch one YouTube video and it's like five ways you can fill it out. They learned one. So I'm not sitting around trying to compare what the other person is doing. I have a video about, I think it says 12 ways notaries make money, but it's really almost 20 now. Watch that video and every service that I talk about, if you're interested, only thing I don't do is wedding officiant. But um, other than that, if it can be done, the kid does it, okay? And I'm not sitting around saying, okay, so Joey does this, John does that. By the time you do all that, you could be out learning the service. So let's quit worrying about what the other notary is doing. Let's quit worrying about them. What they charge is their business. If you charge a few dollars more than them on this job, believe me, on the next job, they probably charge you more. It all works out in the end, but just grow your business, drive your notary business, stay in your lane. Well, guys, it's Saturday. Go out and enjoy. It's been my pleasure. I hope I wasn't like bugging, bugging too much. But again, I'm very passionate about this. Do you. You can't do somebody else's business. Okay. You can't do Joey's mobile notary and Sarah's mobile notary. Do you. I can only do none better. That's me. Okay. Go out, be successful, much success to you. I'm wishing you a happy, happy weekend. Until next time, guys, this is Notary Life with Kimmy. Bye. Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey. Please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.